0: Hello everyone, Kasperonik here and welcome to this new episode of the podcast. We have a new name now. We are now known as license to game We decided to change it due to several factors. But we also changed the format a little bit, so instead of us just recording the show in secrecy, you can now follow us live on Twitch. And this very episode was recorded live on Twitch. So if you want to catch us streaming the games that we play you can follow me at twitch.tv slash or you can follow the Moo at twitch.tv slash Milkman Deluxe. We don't know yet where we're going to stream the recording but this one was recorded and streamed on my twitch channel twitch.tv slash We don't know yet if the Moo will be able to t- to stream his part of the show but at least for now I will be doing the streaming of that. As I said before this episode was also streamed live on Twitch which means that the audio quality in this episode is a bit off because we had as you will hear several technical issues but with that out of the way enjoy the Simpsons arcade game.
1: You don't have any sound on.
2: Your sound is off. You are muted.
0: <laughs> Yay! Our goof is a failure. Nice. <laughs> That's well, we're live now. That's what happens when you do live stuff.
2: Here's the here's the good thing about being live. Imagine the two of us doing this not live and you're muted and we go through the entire thing and then you go back to listen to your audio and you're like Wait, wait, why is he talking to himself?
0: Yep, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, God.
2: Yeah, You'll be like on the way back to your home planet.
0: Yeah, you, you sent me a three hour sound file, and that's just no side of me, and we have to do another three hours of that again. <laughs> yes. Well. So,
2: well, what Cosmoronic was saying is we're under a new name now.
0: <laughs> yes. We are now licensed to game. Where the reviews are shaken and stirred. And we still talk about licensed crap. And, well, licensed games. I wouldn't say this game is a crap in particular. Um, We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. But this is your pick. And before we go even further, I'm Cosmaronic. I'm joined by, as always, The Moo.
2: That's right. I am The Moo and on the other side of me is every Simpsons reference to every single podcast known to man Cosmoronic.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Didn't, didn't quite flow as well as my normal, the to my, but let's be honest, every single podcast nowadays has to throw in at least one or five Simpsons reference. And we're just joining in the boat and becoming sellouts. That's all. That's all this is.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. You know, why you know why reference the simpsons when we can just actually do an entire episode surrounding the simpsons i mean you know we're getting ahead of the game there
0: yeah yeah and i mean this this just comes to show how big and influential <laughs> the simpsons is and has and been for so many years
2: and when you consider the amount of Simpsons licensed video games there are, we're talking, you know, we're doing the first one they ever had, which was the arcade game. But you get NES, you get Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, DS, you got other home consoles like PlayStation, PlayStation 2, Xbox 360. They haven't had anything since the PS3. But we're talking about you got to span through most of the consoles mm, yeah. up until this point. I think the PS4 is the first generation where we haven't seen a Simpsons licensed game. That's pretty big stuff. Right, and, right. And, and that really falls in line with the fact that we're seeing less licensed games, period, nowadays. But still, to me, that's really big.
0: It is, yeah. Yeah, we've had the Simpsons video games since the NES when we talk home mm-hmm. consoles, that's a long time ago.
2: Yes, uh, I I I think I was somewhere around eight or nine, or probably no, probably younger than that when I played my uh, first Simpsons game. I'd probably say around the same time that I played the arcade game. It was Bart versus the Space Mutants, and like I was telling you earlier. As I grew up, I was kind of wondering. Maybe it's because I was young. Because let's be honest, when we, we're young, even though we're playing with like two buttons and a directional pad, mm. we're, we're you know we think back and we go, maybe we just weren't coordinated enough to really play the game as we should. No, the game just sucks. Right. right. I played it as an adult, and I just realized the game was just that bad. Mm, mm. So you, you you got a mixture of really 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 tired hackney crap.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you have actually some really decent games with The Simpsons. Yeah, I think we're actually going to be on the good end of the spectrum this go-around, which is not something we've normally done. Yeah, But uh, we'll have plenty of time to delve knee-deep knee deep into the, um, the, the dredge, the, the Myers, the, the blight town of Simpsons games very soon.
0: Oh yes, absolutely. We start out high when it comes with this license in video games. Definitely. There's and then very week. soon we're
2: gonna bring it down low.
0: Oh, yes. Very yes. low. Sooner, probably, rather than later. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this is an arcade game, and it was your mm-hmm. week, and you have actually... Yes. Um, well, I certainly have not had access to actually play this game in an arcade. I'm way too young for mm-hmm. that, because this game released the same year I was born.
2: Yes, 91. Yes. Um, yes, uh, this game was released when I was seven years old, so, you know, gauge that as you will, you subtract 91 from seven, you pretty much got, you know, the year of my birth, and how old I am, and why there's gray all in my beard, and I do want to, again, thank your girlfriend for making me look younger than I actually am in the picture. (laughs) Um, kudos, thank you. Um, so, I actually had the opportunity to play this in one of two places, either in an actual arcade, or... I got to play this at um, at Walmart, which the way Walmart used to work. Nowadays, you've got like the Walmart arcade and these super centers, which are basically like the little grab, coin, little grab games or um, these games that take like 30 seconds or so, and then you're done, and they've taken like a dollar from you. Mm. Back when I was a child, you had like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ooh, like yeah. two. Uh, you had, you know, The Simpsons. You had House of the Dead. You had, like, Turtles in Time. You had all of these great arcade games at the entrance. And on the way out the door, you better believe I was begging Mom and Dad for at least 50 cents. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's you know, and back then, 50 cents. Again, I'm showing my age. Back then, 50 cents was two credits. Fair, yeah. So you got a couple of lives. Uh,
3: <laughs>
2: and so... You know, they. my dad would dig into his pocket. He would give 50 cents to each of us, my brother and I. Mm. And my brother and I would be side-by-side side playing with each other. And sometimes we'd get lucky and a third person would join us. Because you could have, like, up to four people at once. It was kind of cramped, but you dealt with it. It was fun. N- nowadays, you know, you couldn't really do something of that nature because of everything that's going on with the virus. I don't doubt it, but right, right. just thinking about that, those, you know, I'm having to wear rose tinted glasses at the moment, because towards the end of this, I have to admit something that I've already admitted to you already about, you know, the games like that. But it's still, uh, this game elicits a lot of great memories of being in arcades, playing these games with my brother. Mm. You know, even in some instances, my mother or my father might join in, which was an added bonus.
3: So,
2: even though I, I did this game alone, and, you know it still elicits all of those great memories of the arcades and things of that nature. So this is one of the reasons why I wanted to play it is, and not only that, but let's be honest, I also figured you might enjoy the game, and with everything we've played so far, we need a palate cleanser.
0: Absolutely, yes. <laughs> we definitely need something that actually feels like it's crafted as a game and not just as a moneymaker. And, absolutely, absolutely. And I really feel like this game succeeds. Like it's an arcade beat em up. Um So yeah, a lot of going a lot is going on. There's a lot of action in this. It's an action packed game as beat em ups are. Mm-hmm. And it's a relatively short game if you have unlimited amount of coins, I should add. Yes. <laughs> and yes. that was definitely not the case in those arcades. You couldn't just, well, I guess you could just completely empty your wallet into the machine if you wanted, but you would mm-hmm. also be broke by the time you have beaten this game, because you will die yes. a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the other thing I have to admit is, you know, like I said, these games are cash grabs. Yeah. Um, you are going to lose token after token. Now, I, I will say this to me is a lot different than, as I mentioned to you earlier, this Simpsons bowling game. Which wouldn't let you complete a full nine frames before it goes, "Hey, cough up more coins." Right? You couldn't play a full round of bowling with The Simpsons unless you paid them twice. You got the credit screen, and at that point, I would have been like, "Yeah, no, no, goodbye."
0: Yeah, not gonna
2: happen. Um, and that's the way a lot of games are nowadays—is they charge you like three, four—you know, literally three or four dollars to play them. Mm. And you're playing them for a lot less time than we used to play arcade games back in the day. And like, I don't know if they're going for inflation or things of that nature. But I distinctly remember recently, my wife and I played, um, we went to a bowling alley mm. um, before all of this stuff happened. And there was a uh, a Mario Kart game. And we're like, yeah, we want to play Mario Kart. Mm. And so I get a card, I load it up, and I realized I spent like $5 just for the two of us to play, you know, one one track of Mario Kart. And when it was over, it was like we were, we were both like, yeah, no, we're good now.
0: Right, right. So. Yeah, they take a lot of money, and I'm I'm just glad I played this in MAME, where you can mm-hmm. just press a button to insert a coin, because I died so many times.
2: Yeah, I, I played it on Xbox Arcade, uh, Xbox Live Arcade, and yeah, same thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think the game in like in terms of amount of enemies in this beat em up, I don't think the game scales according to how many players there are. No. I didn't really see that. So if you play this alone, you're still bombarded by tons of enemies and you have to deal with all of them alone. Mm-hmm. So you kinda had to play this game with friends, but I also think that will create the best experience. Um because I agree completely. Because when I first started playing this game, I was so thrown back by how how much the game threw at you and the whole The soundtrack does a lot to create like a sense of urgency, to say the least. Because it's very hectic and messed up. So if you just go into this game, four people, with each of your controller and the game throws all these references at you, all these characters, all these enemies, with this music going on, you're just sucked into this, like, oh, my God, what is happening? And if you can mm-hmm. share this with three other people, I think you're going to have a great time.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um The funnest I've had with this game was playing it with others. And with me playing it with Xbox Live Arcade, I remember, like, the game was on big-time discount when I got it um and the first thing i did is i played with a friend of mine online which not the same thing granted i remember the glory days when you could hook up xboxes to a um to a hub Mm -hmm. and have them all in different rooms and you could have basically a land party with xboxes so yeah yeah. again i'm old i'm getting my walker out now but (laughs) um he and I played, and it was real fun being able to play, and we could talk to each other over Xbox Live and chat, you know, while we're playing, so we have the full experience. Yeah. But you know, when I streamed the game a few months back by myself and was playing through it, I still enjoyed it because I was conversing with various people, uh, you know, through chat during the process.
3: Mm.
2: But you still by yourself, and like you said, the game does get a little hectic at times because you've got multiple enemies attacking you at once. And it is a beat-em-up, where no matter how many times you push the button first, you're going to get just whack, 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 and knocked around.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, or, or a boss is going to be given invincibility frames, and you should have run by that point. Mm. And you don't have the opportunity to really soak it in with someone else. Right. And so, you know, that that to me, to me, that's the biggest con of this game, mm. is that to really, really enjoy it, you need multiple people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think we should also add real quick that this is a Konami-developed game. Yes. So it's a Japanese developer for an American cartoon.
2: And yeah, and some of that is going to end up showing, which we'll mention later with some of the levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually at this point go over kind of the history of cert- you know um, certain developers, because more often than not, the developers are dead. Right. Um, And I at least go over that. But I mean, we know Konami is still in existence today. They've made a a ton of great games. Hmm. Um, The Castlevania series, that's Konami for better or worse, because, you know, those great titles, that's Konami. Contra, we were Hmm. familiar with that. Uh, pachinko games. I mean, many, many great Pachinko games. Yep, um, yep. Pachinko games. They've had a lot of Pachinko games recently. Oh, yes. Um, what else have they been doing? Uh, pachinko games. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, that's right. Um,
2: yeah. yeah, but, that you know, and, and before I forget, um, I, I don't think I've mentioned it, but they also do a lot of Pachinko games.
0: Oh, um, yeah, I think, I, think yeah. I
2: did that. Yeah, that's right. I honestly don't think Konami's done anything new recently, by the way, of like console games. Yeah. Other than you know the the recent Castlevania and arcade and Contra, uh, you know, collection. Mm. All they're doing at the moment, from what I can gather, is like they're 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 making cash cows out of those series. They literally have Castlevania pachinko games. They have Silent um,
0: Hill pachinko games.
2: Yes, I I think you're correct on that. So, I mean, you know, that that's what Konami is up to at the moment, but they are still making a good profit. But Konami is going to be a name as we play through some of these licensed games. We're going to be seeing their names a lot because they did do um, uh, the Simpsons. I think they did a few Simpsons games. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a lot of those games are going to be uh, Konami. Hmm. So we may be seeing their name a few more times as we go through uh, playing these licensed games. Right. But, yeah. Um, The game itself was made in 91. Um, It released in North America on March the 4th of 1991. uh, Japan, August the 11th, 1991 but it was released on more than just the arcades um the commodore 64 as well it, i don't have a date just 1991 um right. it was released on ms dos and north america in 91 and it's also been on um xbox live arcade the xbox 360 and the playstation network for the playstation 3 in 2012.
0: So And recently brought them into that current gen. Mm -hmm. Mhm. And I think it... I just just think it's interesting. I guess it's just the legacy of this game. That it was just Mm -hmm. viewed in so high regard that they were like, hey, how about we bring this back? But maybe it was also close to the release (laughs) of the
2: movie? Maybe?
0: Honestly, have no
2: idea. No, um, no. I never looked that up. I can look that up just real quick. I mean,
0: uh, it, it would be a decent timing at least to release that. I know they also released a full-fledged game. Well, multiple, unlike mm-hmm. all different consoles like Wii, PlayStation Two, Xbox, but also DS. Got a Simpsons game around the Simpsons movie release. There was a lot of Simpsons going on that year, so it wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they also brought back this game around that time.
2: 2007 was the Simpsons game, which was the one based on the movie. Okay, yeah. So it was five years after that.
0: Wow, okay, that's interesting then. Oh.
2: So, I mean, um, you said you played this on the MAME, and I played this on the um, 360. Yeah. Um, now, I do want to explain something about the game. Mm-hmm. The game was released in 91. And so once you and I start going into the plot development and things we're seeing and things of that nature, the show actually came out in 1989. Yeah. And the contract for the game was done, I think, somewhere around the time that the show released to maybe sometime in 1990. And here's some things I want to mention about that, and this is personal opinion here. Hmm. I hated the first season of The Simpsons. Right. And I know some people are going to be like, that's blasphemous. No, I, the reason why is because I don't really believe The Simpsons knew what it wanted to be that first season. And if you're honest and you look at it, The Simpsons had no clue what it wanted to be. Right. It, it, it really started to flesh out the type of show it was going to be around the second season. The animation was shoddy. The voice acting was shoddy. The story elements were shoddy. And so there are a lot of strange things that occur in the video game. Because a lot of this was developed in a period of time where The Simpsons really had no firm foundation about its characters, its storylines, its plot points, you know, even the elements of who the characters were. Hmm. And so you're going to see as you play through this a lot of strange things that you're not familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> this is the reason why. Yeah. Um, because the game was really so early in the uh, series uh, beginning.
0: Yeah, so, exactly.
2: I did want to make mention to that real quick.
0: There's also a lot of references to very specific stuff happening in the first two seasons. <laughs> mhm. Um we just before we went live, we realized that one like I have I have the gameplay running on stream. Uh, that is my gameplay from my stream. And viewers might have noticed at this point that Whenever you change level, it's, it shows a small, either it's one of the enemies or more often than not, it's this weird rapid character mm-hmm. that's, that's presenting the level with a small animation. And we were like, who is that? Because that's not really one of the main cast of The Simpsons, let's be honest. And turns out it was, was it a poster or a doll that Mackie had?
2: The first time it appeared was as a keychain, and I think it was the third or fourth episode of The Simpsons, right? But that's all that it ever is it's either a poster, a keychain, a doll, and there's really no references made to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't like you know, in, in later games where you or later episodes where you have dolls that have its uh, what was it? I don't want to say it's bumpo, but it was like um when the the elementary school was taken over by um, this toy company, basically using the kids' input to create a new toy. Not something like that. Mm. This is just a random character that basically had small cameos in like seven episodes and then disappeared. Yeah, yeah. And it's more of a focus in the game than you would imagine.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's strange. Really strange.
2: Yes. So, I think its name was Binky or Blinky or something of that nature. Yeah, I have yeah. completely. It's so forgettable, I've completely forgotten it at this point.
0: Yes, but a surprisingly big presence in this arcade game because they. Yes. That was what they had for material at the time to make this yes. game out of.
2: Exactly. Um, so,
0: And as such, that might also explain why they chose the main villains as they chose for this game. But maybe we should mention that later.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we hit the plot point of this video game. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, so... This game has eight levels in total, which might not mm-hmm. seem like much, but you know, it's an arcade game and it's very hard, so you're gonna spend a lot of time in those eight levels. Yes. Um, In between some of the levels you have these mini-games that I don't really think serve any purpose other than just here have a fun break.
2: Here have some extra points and maybe get an extra life.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stuff like Mm. that. Just button mashers Um, But I mean, if you're like in an arcade, which this game was made for and you're with Mm. friends, that's a fun competition, I guess. At least
2: for the time. (laughs) Yeah, who can get the higher score at the end? And that was something we did pay attention to, was, you know, who who had the highest one-point score.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, you're thrown into this game up front after you have seen the lovely intro that's a very basic rendition of the Simpsons intro, both in terms Mm -hmm. of animation, which is just basically a slideshow, but also in terms of very loud, obnoxious MIDI (laughs) of that theme. Um, After all that, you immediately get to a character select. But I think that's because Mm -hmm. in the arcade you just put in coins for the character you wanted to play as, right?
2: What you would do is you had two slots for coins and you would have four start buttons with different colors corresponding with each character. Like, if I remember correctly, Um, Homer was a certain color, Marge was a certain color, Lisa and Bart were certain colors, and so the control buttons for each character were also the same, but you pushed the button of which character you wanted to play as. Right, right. And so, um, uh, so, so you only had the two, um, coin slots, but you just pushed the button that corresponded with which character you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and more often than not, young boys wanted to play as Bart.
1: Yeah. So... (laughs) I caramba. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eat my shorts. Yes, exactly.
0: So... The very... premise of the story here is that... The whole Simpsons family walks on the street and then... Bank robbery. Smithers jumps out... of there as a bank robber. The diamond that he then loses because he runs into Homer. Diamond flies up, lands in Maggie's mouth. Smithers steals Maggie, and now you need to save Maggie.
2: It's one of those things where you ask the question, why not just pop the diamond out of the baby's mouth and run? It would have saved you a whole lot of trouble at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, why is Maggie important? It's the diamond that's important, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I understand that when you're in the process of robbery, you know, maybe you've got adrenaline flowing, you've got all these other things that are going on, and so you see the diamond fly up and it lands in the baby's mouth because of all the cortisone cortisol and things of that nature flowing through your body right. you just grab the baby and run but it still makes no sense yeah but again that's that still um again goes back to what we said that why is smithers robbing a bank why is yes. what we see in just you know at the last level why does it happen because we had no clue about anything about the character. So why not make Smithers a bank robber? We really don't know much else about his character other than, you know, exactly. the fact that he's a yes man to, to uh, Waylon Burns, not Waylon Burns, uh, C. Montgomery Burns. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that's all we know about him. And and I, I I will say this, there is one thing that kind of makes me question, because when you first, in this, the first episode or so of The Simpsons, Smithers was black. Um, I mean, he he was a black man, and and then like in later episodes, Smithers is suddenly not. Right. Um, and <laughs> I, I noticed that there 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 wasn't apparently they they got the um the memo, and it it wasn't Smithers as a as a as a black man robbing the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just regular old you know the Smithers that we know and kind of question at times. Um, the Malibu Stacy loving man robbing <laughs> the bank.
0: Yeah.
2: So that that is one thing that I noticed that was different between season one and season two is there was that change in his ethnicity for some reason. Right. Right. Um. But they they apparently got the memo and changed things accordingly for the game. Yeah. Um,
0: so. And, but yeah. And I guess they were just like, well, Mr. Burns is is a caricature of like all these villains that you usually see in like. Mm-hmm. stories and stuff like that, so of course, we have Mr. Burns as a villain, and I'm like it's 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 a very bizarre choice to mm. have have those as like villains because that's not really how they are in the show, but yeah, they didn't know what the show was about yet at this point, I guess mm. Um
2: and, and 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 without getting too deep into it, that is actually one of the problems of licensed games. Is one of the reasons why some of the licensed games turn out as weird or like polar opposites of the source material mm. is because A, either the movie makers or television makers or whatever don't have enough source material to work on, right. two, they don't want to tell the developers anything that's going on in the movie because they fear that those things will be spoiled before people go see the movie. Mm. And so what you have is, you know, not saying that this gives the developers a free pass on making garbage not to say that this game is garbage but anyway just bear with me
3: yeah yeah yeah
1: um this
2: uh this is the reason why we have so many games where we're going what in the world is going on here what, what is this yeah it's yeah. simply because of the fact that they they're trying their best to do this and it's still very weird. Yeah. Um yeah. and so that's what we see from the comedy developers is they're working with what little they've got and, and they're trying to make it work, but this is what happens.
0: This is what happens. The story makes no yeah. sense, but I guess it doesn't really matter. It's an arcade no. game. It doesn't need a deep convoluted story. And honestly, the crazier the better, I guess. If it's yeah, a horror game like this <laughs> sort of is. It's an arcade beat em up, so it works it works so let's talk a bit about the mechanics and whatnot so the controls are very simple i mean i obviously can't describe how it was to actually play at the arcade cabinet because i played it on mame so i used mm-hmm. my my controller and just mapped whatever input i wanted to be mapped at whatever button um but really you just have like Punch whatever you have, jump, and Mm -hmm. then you can combine the two. That's more or less it in terms of how you deal damage and move around. And very simplistic game. Exactly, it's super easy to learn, and that I think that's also one of the definitely one of the strengths of this game. It's so easy to pick up and just dive into it immediately. Mm Um and one thing that I really liked—I'm watching the stream now, and I can see—like you can just a raccoon is running, and Homer can just like pick it, pick it up, and throw it. So there's a lot of weird, random things in each level that you can just pick up and throw. And yeah, it really just adds to the whole chaotic feeling that it's like to play this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was very creative, at least.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I liked about it as a youth, other than the fact that, oh, hey, Simpsons, um, it was an easy game to play. Like I, you know, when I was young, Mortal Kombat hit the arcades and yeah. Mortal Kombat was like you got high punch, low punch, medium punch, mm. you know, high, low, medium kick, you know, and you can move in all these different directions. And I sat down, like I'm going to play this game one day. And, you know, and, and I, so I grabbed some coins, I put it in there, and I played against a guy who played a scorpion who completely just spammed the teleport kick, <laughs> at which point I just walked away dejected like I wasted my money on that. <laughs> this game, on the other hand, like I don't have to memorize combos. I don't have, you know, I can't just spam moves and hope to not die. Exactly. Um, I, I know I'm going to die, but it's, you've got jump, you've got attack, mm-hmm. and you got move around. Yeah. That's it. Unless one of these buttons is somehow broken, um, you know, because of something someone did to it, you're going to be able to sit down and play it, no problems.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, that, I mean, it's a 45-minute game, roughly, <laughs> with yes. eight levels. It does get sort of repetitive as a result. Like.
1: I actually had the same thing down
2: because that it's a beat 'em up game. Yeah. When now, when you play arcade beat beat 'em up games, the game gets repetitive quickly because most of the enemies are either the same or the reskins. Yeah. Um, the bosses pretty much have the same thing where you attack, 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 and you move away mm-hmm. because they're going to have an invincibility frame and they're going to hit you, and that one hit is going to send you flying across the room. Yeah, Yeah. You run back, attack, 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 and run. That's literally what you have to do. And although the world record for this is twenty-five minutes four seconds, don't ask. <laughs>
3: um,
2: the you know the the game is going to grow old after some point. And even though I, I I am going to say something about its replayability, it is a game that once you beat it, you're just kind of like, okay,
1: well that's done. Yep.
2: All right. What's next?
0: Yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
2: And and that's literally what I did the day I streamed this one. Alright, well that's done. What's next? Okay, XMRK again. We'll play that now.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. it is it is very short and it's like, alright, cool. That was it I guess. Um I I will say after after the whole thing I also just needed a little bit to just let everything sink in because there's so much going on in this game. I'm again I'm looking at the stream and we are in the dream sequence because Homer hit his head and he's passed out and that is the most trippy thing in this entire game.
2: Yeah, that's um that's the stage that I I can't explain that other than someone at Konami had a fever dream and I woke yeah. up and they're like, I have a level idea.
0: Yes. Let's have a Quickly. Dream sequence.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it was later on down the line, I, there was an episode, I think it was like in the later, later, later season where Homer falls asleep at the wheel of a vehicle and has a dreamlike sequence quite like this one. And I'm going, maybe this, no, this game released far earlier than this episode did. I have no idea where they got this idea from. Right, it literally right. what went through my head. Like I'm trying, I'm to this day, I'm trying to figure out why we're having the dreamscape level other than padding. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can get out of it. Is we know so little about Springfield. We know so little about the Simpsons. Dream level. Yeah, that's all. I, the only way I can explain it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so
2: yeah, cause I'm looking at it right now as well. Just taking a quick, quick looky looky at the stream. Yeah. And yeah. just seeing where he's throwing the, the G for Maggie, you're probably a little bit ahead of me at the moment.
1: Yeah, just uh, for Maggie. Because yes. you're
2: watching it live. Yes. Yeah. You're watching it live. Yeah. Um yeah. so I, I I I can't explain it other than like it's just a thing. And yep. for some reason at the very end you're fighting a giant bowling ball at the very end of it. Yes. Um
0: two eyes. And I
2: mouth. <laughs> Yeah. Which makes sense because there are three holes on bowling ball, so that's where the eyes and the mouth are. But yep. it's just weird to me that that's the way that 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 this went. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming I can only assume it's because they had some idea. Okay, Homer. Oh, you know, Homer likes bowling, and so he's dreaming a bowling ball boss. Brilliant. Check his temperature. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. Um. Please. So yeah.
2: Some of the levels don't make sense. Mm. Um, to me, the strangest thing, as far as the levels, is the change from level 3 to level 4, where you go from Springfield's Discount Cemetery, mm. you go down the obligatory beat-em-up game elevator stage, yes. you, you get to the bottom, and you find your way to Most Tavern. Somehow. Yeah, which is located, like, in the low-rent district of Springfield, which is apparently the the, the discount graveyard. Um, and yeah. again, I'm having to go, this has to be the lack of knowledge. I, yeah. I can't explain it otherwise.
0: <laughs> yeah. Either that, or ah. there's, like, portals that they just don't show.
1: There you go. That, that's it. <laughs> Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, um but yeah. So a lot of enemies definitely are just the same goon in a in a purple suit. Um copy paste. Or fat goons Huh?
1: Or or a fat goon with gray hair.
0: Yes, that's the other one. Yep. I it's well, as you can probably see by watching this gameplay or from what we talked about, not a lot makes sense. And it's never really explained what the diamond is and where the goons come from. They're just there to beat your ass. And Mm -hmm. they are present in almost every level. And... um, So that definitely gets repetitive. But... And I think this is the reason why they just use the same kind of enemies. Because you have some of the well-known characters. Like, you get to see Principal Skinner at some point. get to see uh, Nelson. He gives you a slingshot that you can use. Mm -hmm. Uh, That kind of stuff. And I think you wouldn't like beating those guys up for no reason. I think it needs to be like a placeholder thing for this action. Then just have the others appear as cameos or helpers in some sort of way.
2: Yeah. And... I guess you, would you like me to go ahead and go into all of the cameo appearances made in this video game? Oh sure, yeah. Okay, so starting at level one, downtown Springfield, we meet Patty and Selma Bouvier, um, Marge's sisters. Right. Um, you also see uh, Grandpa, or as you know, his name is Abraham Simpson. Uh, think- you have Howard.
0: Oh, uh, I think I think I didn't see. Go ahead. Grandpa. Like, you, you mentioned names. games seem like, I, I can't picture them, but, of course, there's so much action going on that it's not every cameo yes. you will actually notice when you play this.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um, you have that well-known character, Howard. Howard? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you cogitate on that one for a moment. Because I did the exact same thing. Ooh, Who's Howard? In season, it's either season one or season two. Homer and Bart are playing this boxing game, and Bart keeps beating the tar out of Homer at it. Mm-hmm. Homer ends up going to the arcade game, arcade, and sees the arcade game, and there's this kid in sunglasses named Howard who teaches Homer how to play it. It's the only time you see this kid. Wow. But he makes an appearance in this game walking out of the arcade. Nice. <laughs> uh, Seymour Skinner and... Um, I can't think of what his actual name is. There's that episode where he is and then isn't Seymour Skinner, and then it's never brought up again. Yeah. Um, and Martin Prince are talking together before you get to the fire department. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: Sherry or Terry, which is according to the 360 guide, um, gives you, um, health before the boss fight. Hmm. Um, side note that I want to make, um, the voice of Martin Prince and Sherry and Terry actually passed away last year. Oh no. Um, Russie Taylor, who is best known for us as the modern, uh, Minnie Mouse, uh, yeah, passed away. I think it was late last year. Mm. She, I think she also did a voice. I think she did a voice for Shrek 2. I don't remember. I may be wrong on that. I don't really want to look it up because I don't want to be reminded of Shrek 2, but anyway. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Um, our boss is actually a cameo appearance. The boss for level one is Professor Werner von Braun, who is a wrestler that appears for a short period of time in the episode um, Bart the Daredevil, where Homer ends up inadvertently falling down Springfield Gorge twice. <laughs> once when he almost jumped and the second time when he fell out of the ambulance.
0: Oh, um, right. I but heard, in the,
2: yeah. Yeah, at the very beginning of the episode, Professor Werner Von Braun appears beating Rasputin the Happy Russian. Um, cool, Yeah. Level two. <laughs> le- yeah, level two. You have Krustyland. You actually have at the very beginning, and I never caught it until later, the heads of Itchy and Scratchy poking out of um, the Land sign.
0: Shit, okay, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, you technically have Krusty the Clown. It... Even though it's not really, it's goons mm. that are trying to attack you. The game says, well, it's Krusty the Clown. You yeah. can pick up and throw Santa's little helper at enemies. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Milhouse Van Hooten uh, prevent, uh, presents you a mallet. Yep. Fun fact, and I'm going to see if you can guess this. What was the very first appearance of Millhouse in The Simpsons? Oh, jeez. I don't know. Has he always been Bart's friend? He has, but he did not first appear in an actual Simpsons episode. Unless the fact that I got from this is wrong. The first time he ever appeared was in a Butterfinger commercial.
0: Whoa, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: That's so true.
0: That's hilarious. My
2: yes, yes. <laughs> um, Snowball 2, who is the um, Lisa's cat... Yeah. Um. You can pick the cat up and throw him. Auto Man, which is the bus driver, appears, setting down um, um, drinks that you can throw at enemies. Mm. Doctor Marvin Monroe has a box of donuts that you can use for health near the beginning of the stage. Yeah. He is one of the ca- one of the two characters that appears in this game that I think is dead now. Yeah. Uh. The other one appears in level four, and then you have either Sherry or Terry, whichever one didn't appear in level one. Hmm. Um, there are no extra characters in the Springfield Discount Cemetery level four. You have Mo's Tavern, which has Mo Sizzlack obviously. Yep. Uh, Barney Gumble getting his drink on. Mm-hmm. Princess Cashmere. You have the three, I guess belly dancers um, dancing on stage oh, in yeah. the level. Yeah. The one in the middle is Princess Cashmere, a woman who is belittled by Homer in front of uh, Bart because of her looks. And Marge makes Homer apologize to Bart for sexualizing this woman that he should not be sexualizing. And, and I thought that was a neat little episode. And it's interesting how she kind of appears in this game. Mm. Um, Bleeding Gums Murphy, who is the other character who uh, in this game that is now dead... Which reminds me of the kind of the joke is like, which two popular characters of The Simpsons recently died this season? If you guessed Dr. Marvin Monroe and Bleeding Gums Murphy, you're wrong. They were never popular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, at level five, you have the Springfield um, Butte, I guess. I never learned to pronounce that word, so I'm just going to say Butte instead of Butt. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nelson Muntz, who gives you, like you said, the slingshot, mm-hmm. Blinky, the three-eyed fish, oh, that yeah, was yes. caused, yes, caused by the radiation at um, uh, whatever. And yep. a character I didn't catch until I looked over at you know the the um, the the stream a moment to go just to take a quick look at it. Sideshow Bob appears in this stage to give you health. It's like so. This is before he framed Krusty
0: interesting that's before he became a villain yes
2: yes and actually one of the high spots in later simpsons episodes um yeah there are uh none in channel six or channel seven and channel six stood out to me because i'm like we're gonna see kent brockman we're gonna see kent who is this guy behind the desk
0: that was not kent Kent brockman (laughs)
2: That was not Kent Brockman. Kent Brockman did not appear until, apparently, much later. In He appeared in 1990 in one of the later episodes of The The Simpsons Season 1. Mm-hmm. Apparently not early enough to make the cut in the game. Right, right, yeah. Um, right. And then, of course, in Level 8, technically, this guy appeared in the first stage, but the game decided to say he made his cameo here. Waylon Smithers as a boss, and then Charles Montgomery Burns as a boss. So those are all the cameo appearances that you have of Simpsons characters in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's quite a bunch. Yes. It's a lot of them. Some of them more or less random. Like, Mm -hmm. again, none of this makes sense and it doesn't have to be, but it is weird to, like, see Otto behind a stall in an amusement park when he's a bus driver. Just or a PhD doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hard times for
2: Dr. Marvin Monroe.
0: <laughs> exactly as yes. very hard. He end up dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is we we're, we're reaching the end of the game in terms of like what I'm showing on on stream right now. So we are yeah, probably going to talk boss. more about the final bosses in a moment. But I just want to throw in real quick. That when you play this game with more players, you have these combo yes. moves. Um I after you, you'll probably see this on screen as well, but after I beat the game, I, I started up the whole thing again and had all player one, two, three, and four mapped to my one controller. So all inputs were duplicated and to all four players. So I played four players, one controller. Oh, and that was fun. Uh, if anything, just to see like how Bardley's and March worked in that game. But interestingly, mm-hmm. when you stand next to other characters or other players, um, sometimes they will do this weird combo modes. So Homer would grab March a lot and be like, "All right, let's roll," and then they would literally just roll around mm. in a weird fashion and tumble into enemies. It seems to trigger at random. Which I think was very weird. But it was such a cool thing to see that this is a thing that they
2: um, added to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Lisa and Bart do kind of like this Red Rover clothesline type thing. I remember when my brother and I were playing it, we would trigger that. We had no clue how to do it. We tried to do it again after that and couldn't get it done. Exactly. But they will grab hands and they'll run like, you know, not quite like Red Rover. Cause have you ever played Red Rover before? No. Okay, you have like a bunch of kids joined in hands together, and like Red Rover, Red Rover, we call a lot to come over. Okay, and the kid that's called over runs full speed ahead, and his job is to hit dead center where the two hands are joined together, and to try to break their grip. If he can't, mm-hmm. then he has to join that line. If not, he pull. They get to pull someone from one side to the other. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird game, and I remember we stopped playing it when I was a child because I actually made two girls cry because I'm like, I can bust through that real easy. Plowed straight through there, got both their hands, and apparently I hit them so hard. and I'm like a small kid, okay? So we're not talking, you know, that they both both started crying, and the teacher's like, why don't we just go ahead and say that you didn't bust their hands? I'm like, but I did. They're Mm -hmm. like, we're just going to say that you didn't. And it's basically her way of going, you made those girls cry. And I'm like, you chose this game. I didn't.
3: <laughs> we
2: stopped playing it after that. And I don't remember Red Rover being played any after that. Right. Anyway. Yes. Um, but they have their hands joined together and they're like clotheslining people. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Strange <laughs> stories from Moose <Muzi. laughs> Youth.
0: Well, um, that's spot of the show, folks.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> we do reminiscing. So yeah, that's um that that's the thing.
0: That's Bard and Lisa's move. And on stream right now we are fighting Mr. Burns. We just enjoyed yes. Smithers sl- throwing hand grenades everywhere. Yes. And now we yes. have Mr. Burns in a giant robotic suit. And whenever he hits you so you get knocked back, he says, excellent. excellent. And Yes. yes. It's this bit-crunched version of it, and it's just hilarious every time he says that so often. And...
2: It gets excellent to the point it gets repetitive.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. He he throws mini nukes at you as well. It's all <laughs> all lore, all part of the Simpsons lore.
2: Yes, yes. I'm waiting for him to bust out that suit one day. I I really hope that the Simpsons do an episode based on the arcade game. That oh yes. That would just make up for the past thirty not, not thirty uh past what twenty, 20 odd 20, 22, yeah. 23 some odd seasons.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, this should be great. Imagine if the Simpsons movie had been this game turned into a movie.
2: That would have been amazing. It would have been crazy. <laughs> I'd wa- I would have watched it seven times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of the one time I watched it on Disney Plus and just went, I'm so glad I didn't pay for a ticket in theaters. Uh, I, th- I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. <sighs> and I understand it. didn't matter opinion. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was all right, but I think that was the problem. Is you, he, I, 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 was still in the middle of like the first like nine seasons. I was in the midpoint, and so my expectations were shoot. Nine months, yeah. season thirteen. So I'm like, I could probably watch it now and go, "This is great." <laughs> mm-hmm. God, I'm planning on slogging through the entire thirty-one seasons.
0: Right, right. Oh, <laughs> you gotta get yeah. Mostly bad seasons.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the one thing I've noticed so far is the Treehouse of Horror shows have actually been um, solid enough, but it's like everything else is weak.
0: I see. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I think we've been through most. Things to say about this game. Yeah. Honestly. I think uh go ahead. Um one of the aspects we usually also talk a lot about in this show is glitches and stability. And I honestly didn't find anything here. And that's that's a big plus considering what else we have been playing.
2: It's during a time where if you release an arcade game with extreme glitches and things of that nature. You were going to lose a ton of money, and so they made sure these games worked properly before releasing them. Now, if you were, you know, if you owned the cabinet and you had a copy of the debug mode, yeah, you could screw around with things if you wanted to.
3: Hmm, Right,
2: but um, it's not the case here, um, which is fine. Uh, But that's, you know, there there were no glitches, there were no problems. Um, it, it, It all worked out well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like oh. it's it's a massive failure if you release a game that's buggy and glitchy. And look mm-hmm. at the games industry today, where it's like standard for big releases mm-hmm. to be buggy and glitchy.
2: <laughs> if you're a bit, imagine if Beth Seda, or yeah, that released this game, it could be a full month before you got all you know before you got at least a tenth of the glitches out.
0: I look, I. Quick side note, I watched a IGN review the new Assassin's Creed Valhalla and they have like yeah. an entire segment in that video just showcasing all the glitches I found. And okay. it's, it's not minor stuff.
2: <laughs> side note, and I have to say this, so you got me started on Assassin's Creed. My wife bought Assassin's Creed, I think it was Odyssey, the one that takes place in Gre- Greece, yeah. yeah, and we ran across a huge glitch. Now, mind you, this game has been released for like a year, year and a half, two years at this point, point. Mm-hmm. and my wife goes, I can't progress further into the game, it's just not working. I'm like, well, let me look up and see if they've got... You know what... Ubisoft did as way of fixing this glitch. Well, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to delete your save file and restart the game all over again. And I went, no. What? No. You do not release a game with a game-breaking glitch like this. And then instead of, you know, going, well, we're going to fix this two years later, make the same. Well, just delete your save file. Yes, you've got to restart your progress. My wife has not touched the game since.
0: It's, it's she a long had RPG you don't ask people to just do that. You don't do that. that.
2: <laughs> yeah, you fixed the problem. Right. Um my wife had bought an I think it was um Origins which takes place in Egypt because she really liked Odyssey. She's touched neither since then. Okay. She never touched Odyssey. She ha- I mean no, she hasn't touched Origins. She hasn't even thought about playing uh, Odyssey again. And she's like, ooh, what is this? Like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You know, she saw a a thing where she was, oh. Like, (laughs) yeah, I I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, And Ubisoft used to be one of those developers I respected. And then they started pulling stuff like this. The old Call of Duty. Anyway.
0: Yes. We're not going to talk anymore about Ubisoft. We're going to talk about Konami and their awesome Simpsons game. That one time they made a Simpsons game. (laughs) Well, they probably yes, but that one time they made 30, so anyway. That one time they actually made a game. Yeah. Real. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, should we jump right into scoring? Uh, before we do, I want to go ahead and one of the things that I try to do is I want to see how other people score. Mm, um, yeah. Even if I can find some funny Metacritic ones, uh, there's nothing on Metacritic for this. So, yeah, But I, I did get an interesting note, Screw Attack. Uh-huh. Um, went through the best cartoon based video games of all time. This game ranked number one on that list. Wow, that's high. Yeah. And you know that's high praise for this game. Yeah. Um, and so instead of me being able to find like some stupid, weird, random metacritic thing, I actually have a positive review to give, or where IGN says something where the foot is stuck you know stuck in mouth. yeah, um such yeah. as like, are you? Oh, man, I just realized that, you know, with 2020 going on, according to that one IGN review, man, the Scooby-Doo Night of 100 Frights, this is perfect for this time of year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Do you want to ignore the realities of the election? Scooby-Doo Night of 100 Frights. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We we can go into actually scoring this thing now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. So... We have we divide games into four categories, uh, which are gameplay, graphics, audio, and programming. we We put in programming because we saw a tendency for games to just be buggy and glitchy messes. So we were like, we should probably judge games based on this factor as well. So that's why programming mm-hmm. is also a thing. We would also call it stability, I guess. Yeah, um. In terms of gameplay, I've given this an eight out of ten because I think like controls wise I thing is hard to judge. like I, I I try to put it in into the context of when it was released. Mm-hmm. and co- controls I can't really do that because I don't have a control stick.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: and that kind of stuff. but I think it they're simple, and that gives extra points. Um, in terms of game feel, it's super enjoyable because you're just thrown into this mess and it's it all feels good. It feels great to play, even though it's super hard.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, however, it does get sort of repetitive at some point because, well, simple control, simple moves, but lack of combos and there's a lack of depth in this, let's be real. Um, it's still... It's of a button masher but it works fine so yeah gameplay wise I'm at an 8 out of 10
2: you said exactly everything I wanted to say including the 8 out of 10 perfect right yeah so <laughs> we're in full agreement there for gameplay um, nice. so I, I gave it an 8 out of 10 and, and, and like you said I, I'm trying to judge this based on I'm having to take off my rose tinted glasses the best I can for this game because I do have a lot of good memories about it hmm. But, you know, everything, you, you're you dead right about everything, or I agree with you about everything, even to the point there, you know, we have to judge this based on, you know, 1991 standards instead of 2020 standards. Yeah. Um, but, the, you know, even down to the point where everything gets repetitive after a certain amount of time, I agree with everything.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So. Uh, so
2: uh, graphics.
0: Yeah. Since I explained everything today, as to say about gameplay, why don't you take graphics? <laughs> All
2: right, I actually gave graphics a nine out of ten, and here's the reason why I did it: is um, at the very beginning, they, and again, this is based on 1991 standards for an arcade. This was an awesome thing. Yeah. Um, even the steel frames were just the eyes moving, uh, showing you the various characters. Um, the animation is smooth. There's a lot going on. Everything is vibrant. It's colorful. It really matches the Simpsons world, which is a very colorful, bright, vibrant, you know, looking world. Um, The characters look like the characters. The animation is extraordinarily smooth. I really can't find real fault with the graphics. Um, I think the only, only thing that i i guess maybe have issue with and someone's going to you know call, you know kind of call me out on this is to an extent and, and i and I know this is pixelation and things of that nature mm-hmm. but there are certain things that i see that kind of look weird um and i think it's because of some of the limits they had on the games then and i'm trying to think of something per se like during the mini games the the homer head per se oh, kind yeah. of look stranger like when you're trying to slap them awake hmm. the um the heads look kind of weird and again that that's probably nitpicking at this point but still a 9 out of 10 i think is a is a fair enough assessment of this game yeah to me i could be wrong
0: well i, I agree with with much that you said i think I love how this game looks, honestly. Mm-hmm. I like to see the Simpsons here as pixelated characters and they're kinda lineless in their sprites, except they have like one black outline. And that looks mm-hmm. really cool. Like, the game has its own graphical style while also staying true to how the Simpsons looks. Yes. Um, and, and I know in this day and age with all these pixel graphic games, but it's still true, you know, it's kind of a timeless aesthetic. And mm-hmm. it's, it's great, it works really well. Um, I'm also judging it a bit on like cutscenes and UI, and that is a that drags it down just a tiny bit to an 8 out of 10 in my book. Okay. Because um, like cutscenes, probably great at the time. Um, mm-hmm. I well I was born this year was this the year this game came out so I don't really know how well I, I kind of look real quick to see what games actually released in 1991 and I can see that okay cutscenes this was probably a big deal back then <laughs> yes but um, yeah yeah um, so dragging it down just a little bit based on that and, in terms of UI and whatnot it's it works <sighs> it's it's simple enough some something about you know insert coin flashes just a bit it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you like you, you can' ignore it when you play it, but it's it's really flashing a lot stuff like that uh, mm-hmm. so i'm I settled on an eight out of ten for this one, but it's a really good looking game
2: I gotcha all right, so that means you get to do audio.
0: Yes I do and oh boy audio in this game. The music sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, hot take. I I pulled out a big word here, but my god, that was like I watched my vod of this this playthrough and most of the things I just mentioned was like, "Oh my god, this music." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's it feels so <laughs> loud even though it's not necessarily loud but it's just there's so much going on with all these midi instruments and it's all very chaotic and it sounds like an anxiety attack and i i can see some light motifs here and there from the simpsons main theme composed into these tracks but it was more of a pain than anything else for me it okay. it adds to the chaotic thing and that's also something I thought about afterwards. That this game probably needed a very loud and obnoxious soundtrack to like stand out for other arcade games at an actual arcade. Like You needed to hear it because there's so many other arcade machines around you. It probably mm-hmm. makes sense in that context. But judging it for the game that it is, it... Drags down a hell of a lot in my sound category. I'm sorry. Okay, that's that's fine. Um, it, you can
2: be wrong. That's it. That's okay.
0: <laughs> it gets. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it for me, I will say it gets a lot of points for like actual having the voice actors, except Mr. Burns and Smithers, because that's definitely not them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like they were entirely misrepresented in this game. But that's yes. we've already talked about that. Um, I was, I will say, I was very pleasantly surprised to actually hear all the actors for all Simpsons cast, and that's super cool. Even though they have repetitive voice lines and whatnot, um, so I settled for sound on a six out of ten.
3: Okay.
1: Um,
2: I kind of disagree with you. But, yeah, you know, that's okay. That's fine.
0: yeah you
2: know, we, we, we we both have our different you know views of this. and 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 you're right about something. The reason why the music is kind of obnoxious and loud is because in the arcade setting, you needed to be able to have something to catch the attention of the 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 players because you've got a kid or a teen or an adult who has a limited number of quarters. and you're wanting to make sure that at least one of those quarters goes into your machine, yeah. And so you're going to be competing against all of these other arcade units um, sound-wise. And so if someone hears, you know, the Simpsons theme in the background, that might make him go, you know, kind of the, um, uh-huh, um and, and, and go looking. Because I'll be honest, there are certain games that I noticed and I thought they looked cool, but I always noticed them too late. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. There was a Punisher beat 'em up game. Uh, where you could play as either the Punisher, you know, the Marvel character, or Nick Fury. I never, ever played it because of the fact that it never, the sound never caught my attention. It was always quiet, and that was either because of the way the arcade unit was made, or maybe the people who owned the unit at the arcade didn't, you know, had the sound turn off. I don't know. Hmm. Battletoads Arcade Game. I would always notice it too late, and that's something I would have played had I noticed it in time. Right. But I'll tell you what games I did notice. I did notice The Simpsons because I could hear that dun 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 dun. dun. Um, I would notice games like Mortal Kombat because I could hear the round one fight. Right. You know you you know, and even the I'm trying to do the impression, but when you have the storyline that goes by the da da da. That goes on. You can hear that. Yeah. Um, Time Crisis, which was a uh, shooter game, which stood out in the fact that there was a pedal that you ha- placed your foot on, and when you wanted to reload, you pressed down on the pedal, and your character hid behind an object, would reload, and then you let go of the pedal, and he'd pop back out and start firing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, it was the sound. Games like that stood out to me. Hmm. And so they're having to be loud, they're having to be obnoxious, and you know i'm I'm not necessarily trying to give them um what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not trying to give them an excuse. I'm just saying this is the reason why it is hmm. but I, I i liked I liked that, I guess, maybe it's because it's it filled me with this sense of remembrance and things of that nature I, I just overlook it. I don't know, hmm. um yeah. That's fair. Uh, The sound effects to me kind of fit with the Simpsons game, which every time you punch or get punched is this weird squeaking noise, Hmm. which to me kind of gives it this idea of, um, I guess, kind of a cartoony aspect of the violence that's going on. Uh, It's really
0: cartoony and gamey sound effects. Yeah.
2: And I think given the Simpsons world, it fits. And as you said, I like the fact that you've got Lisa, you've got Marge, you've got Bart, you've got Homer. They're voice actors. Yes, it's kind of compressed and crunched, but it still fits. Yeah. The only complaint I have with the sound is, like you said, Montgomery Burns. It's not that that's not the voice of Burns. Yeah. And the one time that Smithers talks. Yep. Let me see how I've got this written down. When you face off against Smithers in the final stage, he is the most English "Welcome to My World" that one would ever hear. It literally <laughs> yeah. sounds like they got an intern at Konami to do the voice of Smithers at that point. Yep. Yeah. That to me, it's not up there with Magneto and X Men. You know, the Welcome to Die. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. You know, but that that's up there to me. So I gave the audio an eight.
0: All right. All right, fair, yeah. Uh, you have okay. you have good reasoning. I'm also, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned it, Buzz, but arcade em ups is something I've never really played. So mm-hmm. all all these references and the context of this game, it's it's very foreign to me. So I just have to like judge the game on what I actually play. And for me, this sound is,
2: yeah. Hey, that's completely fair. Um, you know, arcades are a dying thing at the moment, and Whenever I see the word arcade on a building, I walk in and I'm like, "You have lied to me," because it's more or less a children's casino at this point.
1: Oh God! Where
2: they they have the games of chance where they get coins and 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 or not coins, but um, tickets. And they, you know, it, it's basically like the old meme of like a picture of Chuck E. Cheese that says, "Come on down to Rat Pizza and Child Casino." Um but but that's mostly what they are now and they're calling those arcades and they may have as i said the games that are like hey hey play me you'll spend six bucks on me to play me for 30 seconds but play me mm. and i'm I more or less resist those now because but when i was a child arcades were thriving they were great and roasting the glasses despite how much of a money taker they were if i actually sat down and played the actual arcade game mm. I would have spent ten, fifteen dollars, I died so much. Right, right, yeah. But I would have had, would have had fun doing it. Yeah, yes. Uh, and that's the difference. And and I think that's that's probably some nostalgia is um blinding me at the moment, although I'm trying its best not to let it.
0: Mm, it's it's hard not to let it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so, so that brings us to programming. To, yeah, we're down to programming now. Now if I understand programming correctly and if I got this wrong, hear me out. Basically, does everything work the way it's supposed to? Um, does more
0: or less are yeah. there any
2: glitches, any yeah. problems, things of that nature? Yeah. And since neither one of us found any problems, I just had to give it a 10.
0: Basically, just
2: yeah, a, yeah, just a 10 out of 10.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: there were no issues. <laughs> yeah,
0: not really, not nothing out of the ordinary for me. I don't know if it's a programming thing or a gameplay thing, something about. Maybe it's a genre overall, but it's just something about hitboxes where I was like that should have hit, or why did that hit me? Sometimes mm-hmm. it was like, that feels a bit off, but maybe you know, mm. you know it's beat-em-up, so you kind of walk on a weird plane system here. So maybe I wasn't aligned correctly, maybe it's just me who sucks, but... <laughs> um, So based, based on that tiny thing, give it a 9. Yeah, that's that's still good. It it plays it plays as it should. Yeah, nothing nothing to be to be said
2: about that. And so that brings us to the final thing: replayability.
0: Replayability. Would I play this game again? Probably, probably with friends. I will add, mm-hmm. and primarily, preferably friends who have not heard of or played this game before, because. Mm-hmm they going to have their minds blown and i want to be there with them <laughs> i hope that, yeah i would like to bring friends into this so they can have their mind blown just as much as my mind was mm
2: mm-hmm. i have played it again i have played it multiple 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 times and um it is one of few games that I have specifically stored on my xbox three sixty, and I'm actually probably going to be have moved over to a pin drive just in case that hard drive goes out.
1: right. yeah,
2: um, it it'll be it, X-Men and probably Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Oh, yes. um, those three games out of all the games I've downloaded for the on my xbox three sixty are the only ones that I still have to this day.
0: Oh, bummer. He has had internet issues recently, so don't really blame him. But we're almost done with the show, we just need... Hello? Hello, you're back. Okay,
2: yeah, so I'm on my iPad now. I just, all of a sudden, in the middle of my thought, the blue screen of death appeared on my computer. Blue screen of
0: death? Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah, the little franny face, and it's like, you've run into an error. It's like, you're talking way too much about The Simpsons. I'm done now. Um... (laughs) So, I'm on my iPad at the moment. I don't know if you can see me or not. I can uh, But you can at least hear me. Okay, you can at least hear me. Yeah. And so, until I can get the computer, because it's almost done restarting, and so when it gets restarted, I'll pop up there. I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, replayability. Replay yes. I have played the game. I have beaten the game. And it is one of three games that I have uh, stored away that I'm going to be keeping. Um, yeah. Nice. It, it, It's a game that I like to bust out every so often, and I have a soft spot in my heart for beat-em-up games. I don't Uh know why, but I love them, even though they are repetitive, even Mm -hmm. though they are extraordinarily hard and meant to take your tokens. Maybe it's the fact that I can play them on consoles now, and they can't take that many of my tokens.
0: Oh, Um, I bet that's part of it, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's probably part of it. I've paid you, you've got my money. That's all you're going to get out of me. Hmm. Um, Because I have a number of them, and there are many I want to stream in the coming days. So, yeah, I will likely play this game again. And what I would love is if there was the... Because I don't think the game is on sale for the Xbox uh, 360 anymore, but one thing I would love to see is if using Parsec is if there was a way that using something like MAME... Um, hmm. the two of us or me and someone else could play the game sometime in the future and see how that experience is as opposed to playing it alone.
0: That sounds like a ton of fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah, i just got to figure out how to work Parsec first. Yeah. But, um, but that's, that's the idea. Um, and so, yeah, replayability is good. Uh, Definitely. Definitely. Let me load up Word. I'm, the computer is in the process of loading at the moment, so, but I can still at least talk. Sweet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, that would bring us to our overall scores, and that would be your turn. No, actually, that would be my turn. Yes. Because you did replayability first. Nuts. Um, overall, it was an 8.75, which would mean this is the highest-ranked game that I have done so far, and I knew this would be the highest-ranked game, Um, this is a game that, as I said, I would definitely recommend for others.
0: Absolutely. In terms of licensed games, and actually, like, think of, all right, what's a good licensed game? This definitely deserves the right to be called a good licensed game. And I hope throughout our journey we are going to find more.
2: <laughs> we will, just
0: not often. Not <laughs> often, but they do happen, yes. Yes. Um, so overall, I'm at a, when I combine all my scores and find the average, I land at a 7.75. So I'm one point lower than you.
2: All right. And so I've, I've written down your score so I can, as soon as everything finishes its uploading process, because uh, now now Discord is updating. Uh, Lovely. <laughs> I will add that to our um, Excel sheet, our little scorekeeping guide on uh, that I can probably post into the stream in just a few minutes once, once they get up, or uh, I can put it on our respective Discord, so people can see the updated scoring. Um, This would be... This this takes the top spot. We no longer have a tie between Shrek 2 and Disney Princess Enchanted Journey. Lovely. (laughs) We have a game that has topped them all. And will probably stay on top for a long period of time. Yeah,
0: yeah. Bravo, bravo. We have a new best-licensed game of... Licensed to game, I guess. I wouldn't say all time, because we haven't played all licensed games yet.
2: Yeah, alright, so that means that you need to uh, tell us what joy of joys we get to start with in the next episode.
0: Yes, yes. I will say I'm happy to dethrone Disney Princess as the best licensed game. That feels great. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so now we have the Simpsons Arcade reigning supreme, until we play the next game. So it is my turn to choose, and I was considering for a moment to pick Guitar Hero Metallica, where we would have to stream the game muted because of Twitch (laughs) DMCA shit going on right now. (laughs) Yeah. Because that sounds like a lot of fun, right? But I was like, no, no, let's, let's pick something more traditional. So, as a way to express my deep sympathy for Square Enix's published Marvel Avengers game losing 96 of their player base since release. We're going to play a Marvel game and we're going to play Ultimate Spider-Man for the PlayStation 2.
1: Oh.
2: I, re- I've, I've, I remember beating that game before, and I also remember as far as the aggravations because they're. Mmm. Mmm.
0: Yes. Okay. Spidey Boy is in this podcast now.
2: Ah. Uh. See, I'm having bad flashbacks all of a sudden <laughs> because I know certain things I'm going to deal with, and it's like. Okay. Okay. I can do this.
0: We can do this. Alright! We end this together, buddy.
2: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, So that'll be a game I'll be streaming very soon, because I think I've dropped Buffy on her head. Um, Yeah. No more of that, please. Yeah, probably not. So, yeah. Get to do Spider-Man soon. Yay. Okay. That'll work. That'll work. That'll be fine. That'll be fine. This is fine. House is burning around me. This This is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Yes. (laughs)
0: all right i believe that is all for now that is all for license to game thank you so much for watching or listening or however you are enjoying this podcast and with that well can't really reuse our old outro because we have a new name now in terms of like well i guess it still makes sense that uh, you've seen, you've seen this show, we played the game and this was a podcast.
2: And we have our game shaken, not stirred.
0: Yes. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much for this. And look forward to seeing me and the Moose stream Ultimate Spider Man at some point before we talk about it on this show. Yay! Yay! So. Keep an eye out for that. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.